We're back. This is Paul Hansen. I'm your host. This is the sixth edition of Boston Radio and the second segment. We've got the amazing Steve Lynch, two-handed master on the phone here. And by the way, all the music you hear underneath my voice on Boston Radio was recorded by me using Cool Boss gear. I think right now underneath me is the GT6, which has been replaced by even the cooler GT8. So, back to the interview with Steve Lynch. So, Steve, you have your guitar there? Yes, sir. We play a chord and we'll see how well it comes through the phone here. Okay. Is that coming through okay? Yep, sounds great. So, I'll play a little bit of Hammerhead here and maybe you can show us what you're doing. Uh huh. Man, that stuff sounds so good, Steve. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, what I was doing on that particular part right there, uh-huh. as you can hear, it's descending down. Then I'm going down chromatically. Yeah. But I wanted to point out um, uh-huh. uh, what I'm basically doing uh, using my third finger of my right hand on the 17th fret. Okay. I'm going to be hammering onto that, and Up then on. on the third finger of my left hand, I'm pulling off to the 12th fret. That's all on the first string, 17 to 12. Then I'm going down to my second finger on both of my hands, and I'm on the second string, and I'm going from 15 to 10, to 10 on my left hand, that is. And then I'm going down to the third string, and on my first finger, I'm hitting the 14th fret and pulling off to the ninth. So I've got this. <laughs> Then I'm coming back up. Wow. That's basically what I'm doing right there. And so it's a fifth and a fourth is what it is. And you can keep going down from that point so I can go. That's what it sounds like all together. But now I can stagger that. A lot of times people will tap with their right hand and then do pull-offs with their left hand. But here you're just having your... Pull-offs or hammer-ons. That's that's more, I know what you mean. That's more of a triplet kind of thing. Yeah. Like they're going... That kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But here it's just one tap with your right hand, then a pull-off. What I'm doing is I'm mirroring the same shape a lot of times. Yeah. So this whole technique of mirroring, I remember you showed me a long time ago, if, if I played the A minor pentatonic scale, the fifth fret, if I'm in A minor or A Dorian, I could play that same pentatonic shape with my right hand up at the 12th fret. Yes, you can. You can actually throw those together, or you can play the shape that's off of the 12th fret with your right hand. You know, so you have one on the 5th and one on the 12th, but you would play, you know, the corresponding shape, the same notes, you know, the the G, the E, the D, the Mm -hmm. C, the A, and down to the G. You know what I mean? It'd be the same notes. So it would be like this. (laughs) 
going down like that. Also, uh, something that I wanted to point out is you don't have to just go down the scale like that. Uh-huh. Like, let's say I'm going to play off of the E minor pentatonic mm-hmm. uh, up on the 12th fret. Now, okay. what I can do with, with uh, both hands is I can do it in fifths. sound a lot more interesting because then you have a wider interval spread there. Yeah. After a while, it doesn't even sound like pentatonics, really. It sounds like uh, uh-huh. notes coming at you that are, that are, that are much more separated, but right. it, it still is within those same five-note range, right? It's there. because, yeah, you're not playing minor thirds and seconds. Your intervals are... Exactly. They're more spread apart because I'm, I'm focusing on fifths instead. Yeah, but they're still the exact same notes as the A minor pentatonic scale. Right, or the E minor or pentatonic in that E minor, case, uh, yeah. So that lick again, can you play that again? Sure. So what I'm doing is my left mm-hmm. hand is on these notes, the first string, mm-hmm. 15th fret, the second string, 12th fret. Now my right hand is up on the 19th fret first string mm-hmm. and the 17th fret mm-hmm. second string. And it's going back and forth. Or I can go... Steve, that stuff is great. Hey, can we go back to gear a little bit? Can you tell us a little more about your gear? Oh, God, I've had, my rack has had every kind of preamp you could imagine in it. Everything (laughs) from, uh, you know, the Rocktron to the Rockman to um, Mm -hmm. Marshall preamp. Oh, God, I've had uh, a Roland preamp in there. I tried to stick to power amps that were tube-powered. What about pedal boards and stuff? Uh, Well, what I use uh, mainly, and I still do use, uh, Boss pedals. I think it's the CE2 Chorus one, uh, uh-huh. the Metal Zone. I use the Orange Overdrive one. Yeah, the DS one we were talking about before. The uh, white digital delay one, and then mm-hmm. the um, silver col- colored digital reverb one. Oh, all those yeah. were great pedals. The thing about that is I had them all fit into one board, and they were right next to each other, all, all plugged in, you know, right together. And, uh-huh. and uh, then I had the noise reduction at the end of it. And the NS2? It, it sounded yeah. really good. And what was kind of cool about that is that I had control of everything right at my feet. Uh-huh. Do you ever use the switching system for those pedals, or would you just click them on and off? I would just click them on and off. I always had the digital delay set right next to the metal zone. So if I wanted to kick into the metal zone and I wanted to have a little bit of delay on the solo, they were close enough together where I could hit it with just one, ah, that's one a, tap and both of them would go on. That's a great idea. Instant wall of metal coming at you with right, exactly with, with one, delay with, a foot. <laughs> Amazing with one, that way. one tap <laughs> dang the metal that zone those would have been around in 1976 paul when we were in oh. overload see now i just i just blew it for you i just actually said the real year it was 30 years ago <laughs> yeah overload. me and paul were in a band Th- boy was it really 30 years ago it was 30 years ago because Damn. we were in that band in 1976 and 77 and we'd share solos and everything yeah. and it was it was just it was a lot of fun we were actually getting to be one of the more popular bands around the Seattle area before um, we split up. And yeah. I went down to L.A. and then Paul followed me shortly after. Yeah, I did. I eventually followed you. And, and in fact, I remember when I first went down there, I, I stayed at your place. So, Steve, in the 90s, you started a band called Network 23. I've got actually an instrumental tune from that called Liquid Eyes. Right. Can I play a little of that? And could you show us how you did some of this stuff? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here's an excerpt from 
Liquid Eyes from Steve Lynch's Network 23. romantic tune. How did you get that tone? Well, what I was trying to do was figure out how I can overlap different notes together. Uh-huh. And one of the ways that I found I can do that is I hold down my left hand when I'm doing it. So basically your left hand holds a chord. On my left hand, it's my fourth finger is on the first string on the 15th fret. Uh-huh. My third finger is on the 13th fret second string. My second finger is on the 12th fret third string. And my first finger is on the 10th fret, 4th string. So now what I'm going to do is up uh, two whole steps above that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do the same thing with the same fingers. So this is kind of like that mirroring you're talking about where the right hand does exactly the same thing that the left hand does, just up. Uh-huh. Whole step all the way down the neck like that. That's what I'm doing. Oh, that's such a cool, spacey kind of thing. How did you get that tone when you recorded that? You know, I have a, a bit of uh, plate reverb on there, and mm-hmm. then what we did was we experimented with some panning delay. Just like you can get from the Boss DD6 or Giga Delay DD20. So it was it was panned from left to right. It's, it's one of those things where it's, you can hear it more when you actually have headphones on. Did you use a Boss chorus on it? Yes, it was a boss chorus, yeah. It, as a matter of fact, it was that, that uh, CE2, CE2, and I was using um, mm-hmm. I was using two of them together. Two CE2s. One on the left and one on the right, and then I had them set slightly different, so it, it gave it uh, almost an out-of-pitch sound. Wow, that's a very cool tone. Hey, I mentioned this in the last show, but I'll mention it again. The CE2 is discontinued, but now you can get the Boss CE5, which has that same rich analog circuit that the CE2 has. Hey, if you want the best course in the whole world, we make the twin pedal, the Boss CE20. (laughs) Hey, stay tuned for more of Steve Lynch. He's going to show us the guitar solo from Turn Up the Radio and some more cool two-handed licks, and we're going to learn a little bit more about tone. So stay tuned for segment three of this sixth edition of Boston Radio. Radio. 